0: episode 178 of Shades Midweek. This is a podcast where we talk about theology, culture, and all things shades. My name is John Mark DeRoe. I'm joined by Jonathan Haifes and Brad Brown today here inside of Three Streams Studio, where we record this each and every week in Homewood, Alabama. And you know what? Not only is it October, Jonathan, some might say it's Choptober. (laughs)
1: Thank you, John Mark. Thank you, Man, I feel nothing but love coming from you right now, for me, just saying that. For those of you who don't know what John Mark's talking about, you know, often we'll do a little sports break here on Shades Midweek, much to the chagrin of one Tanisha Garnier. That's right, the Tanisha Garnier sports break. But Tanisha, today we're not talking about college football. No! Because very rarely do I have something to talk about, and today I do, boys, so... October is is the best ever not just because it's the month when yours truly was born and because millions of people give away free candy at the end of the month it is Mm. also the best because baseball it is it is the playoffs and there is nothing like baseball in October it is magical and my bravos my braves They are playing right now in the National League Division Series. I won't get into all of the depths of everything that's gone on and all of my hot takes and such. I will just tell you about last night. Last night, we were down in the... So this series that they're playing uh, against the Phillies... I hate the Phillies. Um, This series that they're playing against the Phillies... It's a big rivalry, right? It is. It's a huge rivalry. Uh, It only got bigger when Bryce Harper became a part of the Phillies organization back a few years ago. I can't stand Bryce Harper. (laughs) Anyway, so... Um the Phillies took game one and it, this is only a five game series. It's best of five. So so whoever wins three first. And so last night, mm-hmm. man, they were they were killing us. Their pitcher, Wheeler, he was dominating. He was throwing a no hitter through six innings. Oh wow. It was it was gross. And you gotta understand, like our offense has been debatably the best offense in the history of baseball this year. Wow, is like, that just like a stats thing? Our numbers have been better than the 1927 Yankees for the most part. It's been insane. Wow. We have broken records, we have created categories, we tied the all-time home run record for most home runs in a season by a team. It's just it's been it's been a historic year and we were shut out in game 1. Shocking. Which is only the third time we've been shut out this year. A hundred and sixty two games. John Mark only wow. shut out twice. That's crazy. And Especially the first, in this, this the, new era of baseball. I know the, world and the, changes. the first and only mm. time we were shut out at home. And so then for us to go scoreless through another five innings, I mean, to have, you know, 14 innings of the playoffs where you have the greatest offense of all time scoreless. It was just it was infuriating. It was maddening. So the Phillies were killing us four to nothing and then we finally got on the board in the sixth inning and then Darno, our catcher hits a two-run homer brings it within uh one run gets us to four to three and then in the bottom of the eighth austin riley goes yard to put us over the top five to four we're winning heading into the top of ninth we only need three outs we get one out and then the the quintessential hate point of the Phillies, Bryce Harper. Oh wow. Takes a walk, gets on to first. So now the go-ahead run is at the plate. And I, I can't even remember who it is because the euphoria that took place next has blotted <laughs> out my memory. Bro launches a shot looks like it's going to go to the gap it between might... center and right field. Are you thinking Homer when it's in the air, or I, I thought it was possible because of the way our center fielder Michael Harris was running towards center field, toward towards the wall in and right center. Mm-hmm. And Bryce Harper, so Bryce Harper's the tying run from first, and so he from the crack of the bat, he He's convinced is convinced that this yeah. is going to fall. Right, mm-hmm. there's no way Michael Harris is making this catch, so he takes off. Michael Harris runs, makes a leaping catch as he crashes into the the right center fence, chunks the ball as hard as he can, as Bryce Harper, who's already rounded second, realizes what he has done. And so he starts, he's got to run all the way back to first. And so he has to tag second on the way, by the way. Mm. So anyway, he starts running back. The ball is thrown so wildly, it passes two cutoff men like it goes over Albie's head, it goes over Arcia, our shortstop's head, Austin Riley, our third baseman, backs it up and with his gun of an arm, chunks that ball to first base for the double play to end the game and it was so sweet. Because it was Bryce Harper making a horrid base running mistake. <laughs> he just looked like an idiot. And it was wonderful. And there was bedlam, which is a baseball word bedlam in Atlanta. It was great. So the series is tied, one to one. Off day to day, we'll be playing Wait, in Philly. But isn't there tomorrow.
2: more? Didn't <laughs> someone like talk smack to Bryce Harper from the dugout or something? And so
1: now that's become kind of a thing. Oh, I haven't heard about that yet. You know things I don't know.
2: Okay, I went
1: to bed right after that.
2: I saw <laughs> it on Twitter or X or whatever it is.
1: <laughs> Actually, that's not true. I didn't go to bed after that. But yeah, I'm someone on from Twitter.
2: Someone from the dugout was. Uh, Talking smack to Bryce Harper as he was walking he away. He probably deserved it. He probably yeah, started and it. in shame. He has so, a very
1: punchable face.
0: <laughs> well, the series goes to Philly, <laughs> so things will get tricky, I guess. But, you
1: know, anything can happen. Philadelphia, a city known for its civility <laughs> and brotherly love. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm just trying to
2: imagine Jonathan as, like, an Alabama or an Auburn fan. You know, like, I don't – do you do all know any Phillies fans in – in Birmingham? No. You know? No,
1: right. right. So
2: there's no repercussions for John. Right. Right. Well, could you <laughs> he can imagine just say anything? <laughs> Down oh. here in, in the south. My word. Yeah.
1: Anyway, that's enough. I've talked about my Bravos enough. Baseball in October. It's fantastic. But let's move on. Let's talk about music. JM, you got an album for us? Jm's album.
0: Stevens has a new record out called Javelin. This track's called Everything That Rises. listening to this record over the weekend. It came out on October sixth. It's kind of back to some of his older sounding records that I used to listen to quite a bit in the kind of the mid two thousands era. Because he definitely got real experimental and abstract the last several years. Um, There was another good record that he put out somewhere in there, but like he's had some albums that are almost just like uh, glorified noise albums. And so it's just nice to hear, like, a song. Um, and this is a particularly good one called Everything That Rises. And I've had this album on repeat a little bit, and I'm really enjoying
1: it so far. You, wanna, you want a hot take that'll get me in trouble since I can say baseball things with impunity? <laughs> I can't say this with impunity. Y'all want me to get myself in trouble? I yeah. feel, Yeah, go ahead. Sufjan I, Stevens isn't that good. Okay. Wow. Just
0: throwing <laughs> it out there.
1: I, no, that was that was a really harsh way of saying it. I've never been a fan. I tried because a lot of people I love and respect their musical opinions, including yours, John Mark. Mm. I normally just say just supportive things about albums and such. But I just I think I don't get it. Like you know how sometimes there will be an artist that everybody loves, but you just don't get it or whatever. I don't know if y'all have ever have that experience. That's yeah, yeah, how I do. That's how John
0: Mark feels about Taylor Swift,
1: right? That's right. How I
0: feel about the Atlanta Braves. Uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> no, really, I don't have a strong opinion towards Sufjan Stevens, I think.
1: Uh, I'm not saying anything about him as a person. I'm just well,
0: saying I Even as an artist, you yeah. know, like uh, he's he's one of those guys that he'll put out a record and I may, you know, listen to it a few times and then move on. Um, sure. But I think, you know, there's some good songs on here, though, that I think are memorable. And I what I've been trying to do is, like, keep playlists of, like, particular tracks that i enjoy from the year particular albums that i enjoy from the year so that kind of helps when i'm trying to pay attention to these records and listen to them kind of curating some playlists then several years from now i can go back and be like oh these were my favorite tracks of 2023 or whatever uh he does have you know he he grew up catholic i don't know much about his faith um he still calls himself a christian but i it's not like i don't have any You know specifics. I haven't haven't read any interviews or seen any videos of him talking about his faith, but um, we need to get him on the podcast. Jonathan can share his opinion, and (laughs) you can ask him about his faith. It'll be great. I I do think he is super talented. (laughs) I I think he's a really interesting kind of avant-garde artist, and so maybe that's maybe that's why you're not necessarily I, th- I think
2: it's resonating that, I don't with like it that
1: whisper much. singing I don't think whisper singing does it He does for a me.
0: lot of he does a lot of that tone
1: Well you know what I it's love It's a
0: lot of that tone. If we
2: were really trying to m- like market and push this podcast what we would do is well we probably have cameras in here and then we would take that clip that Jonathan just said about <laughs> not getting it and yeah. we would post that to Instagram and, see and how that many many would be the thing get. Yeah it's true You know yeah. even if it was just a sentence we see how many hits we get
1: you should do that Maybe this we week. Should try Just it. post it on the Shades Instagram. <laughs> Because even just the amount, I mean, there's other shades. People I know that, that like are Supion. huge. They're, that they're probably huge like him fans. a lot more than I do. They would there we go. See that there'd be an uproar. I don't there'd really. Be an uproar. It I'm doesn't get offend me. Out. I don't. Do I don't it.
0: like him enough for it to offend me. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I, I kind of just. Yeah, it is what it is. But uh, check it's out the like record. Not like I said,
1: Metallica wasn't it, talented. If
0: you're like Jonathan, <laughs> yeah. if you're like Jonathan, and you don't like the record, just email us at midweek at shadesvalley.org. Maybe you don't like Sufjan Stevens. Tell us why. Maybe it's the soft.
1: The whisper singing.
0: Whisper voice. Voice, maybe it's his incredible ability at playing music. I don't know. Maybe, maybe you just don't like that about him. How would you
1: feel (laughs) if I did the rest of the podcast like this?
0: (laughs) Is that how he talks?
1: I'm just kidding. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Oh Uh, yeah, that's fine. All right, let's let's continue. Move on. Yeah. Give us an author I cannot like. (laughs) Let's see.
0: Bet you like Sufjan better than this song, though.
1: Dude, hands down. (laughs) Hands down.
2: All right. The book that I'm talking about today is from author
0: Bill Maher. (laughs) (laughs) Does he have a new book out? He probably does. I
2: don't know. I was just trying to think of someone that Jonathan could hate on, and (laughs) for some reason, Bill Maher came to mind we never
1: had a conversation about Bill Maher, literally. You and I have never talked about him.
2: <laughs> I don't think so. He just felt like an easy target. If you're a big Bill Maher fan, I'm sorry. That's not the book. The book today is by someone that Jonathan's probably never heard of, so it feels like a safe bet. The title is The Worry-Free Parent Living in Confidence So Your Kids Can Too. It's by an author named sissy goff sissy goff she is a counselor she's in nashville she has a big organization a podcast she has a ton of experience uh just to speak to her experience when there was the uh, school shootings um, in nashville she was brought in to kind of talk with the kids afterwards and so i've Heard some things that uh, I've listened to some podcasts that she's had. I've I've talked to other counselors that work with kids and families. They all recommend Sissy Goff, but she has this book, Worry Free Parenting. You might find some helpful things in it. She talks about the reality that anxiety has the amazing ability to spread. She goes time and time again. When veteran counselor and parenting expert Sissy Goff has an anxious child or teen in her office, she's found that often they have at least one very well intentioned but anxious parent. Anxiety is contagious, and it's likely affecting your kids, distracting you in the present, making you feel like it will define your family's future. In this book, Sissy talks about how to uncover the roots of your own anxiety, process anxiety in healthy ways instead of passing it on, model bravery, and discover a place of deeper for your connection with your kids. The book is titled The Worry-Free Parent, Living in Confidence So Your Kids Can Too. Check it out. By Sissy Goff, is nice. she Bob Goff's daughter?
1: I've never that was thought that, about that. Was the fir- that was the first thing that went through my head <laughs> when you said that. <laughs>
2: I'm talking to myself right now. I have no idea. Oh man, I don't know how many Goffs are out there.
1: No, I I had uh, the first church that I served at. There was a family of Goffs, actually two oh, generations really? of Goffs. Not to be distinguished
0: from Goth, not Goff.
2: Right? No, G O
1: F F.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there's a quarterback in the NFL, I think, with the last name Goff. We're just going to talk about random, All the Goffs random we connections know. to golf.
1: <laughs> okay. There you go. Oh, well, we can move along because we have more important business to attend to today. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to meet a member. It's time to meet everybody. Or we could say it's time to meet an intern. Intern. that's right. Ladies and gentlemen, sitting in the booth, enduring all of our nonsense is none other. Intern. (laughs) Intern. Oh, my word. Ember
2: first, right? It's none
1: other than Miranda Cox.
2: Yes, Miranda has been sitting through our tomfoolery. Miranda, I'm so glad you decided to stay here and not leave the church.
3: Me too. (laughs) <laughs> it's been a
2: blast. It uh, it's great. What is it like to just sit there and listen to it?
3: It was it was really wild. I I feel like I you know was watching it like on YouTube or something. Like y'all y'all should post videos. You, know? uh, you feel like you have <laughs> a new window into our relationships be, yeah, with each other. It could be a bop.
2: <laughs> yeah, Miranda, you might want to push push the mic a little closer.
3: <gasps> Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> we want to make sure that we can hear you.
2: That's why viewers are listening in today, is to get to know Miranda. And that's what we're going to do today.
3: Awesome.
1: Now, Miranda, (laughs) we like to start at the beginning. Sure. You know. Where all great stories start. So before (laughs) we get into, like, how long you've been at Shades and how you ended up here and all of those kinds of things, because your internship with us just started not that long ago.
3: Yes, it did. August.
1: So there may be still... Many, many people who are like, Miranda, who? We have an mm-hmm. intern? They mm-hmm. just don't know yet. Yeah. But we, before we ever get there, want to go all the way back to the beginning. Tell us about young Miranda. Where does your story start?
3: Well, um starts in LaGrange, Georgia. just about an hour southwest of Atlanta. Little How do you town.
1: feel about Georgia, John Mark? <laughs> I have no problems
2: with Georgia. <laughs> In general,
1: the state. Now, Miranda,
2: are you a Braves fan?
3: Um, I didn't really. I don't really love sports, but like <laughs> Braves are cool. I've been to a couple games. Okay, yeah.
0: Because well, you live in Georgia, just checking yeah. in.
3: <laughs> My best friend works. You're for from the Braves. Georgia. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that would totally make sense. Oh. Grange
1: is <laughs> probably the same distance you from know Atlanta. What? I've as been to you some are. Barons
0: games because I live in Birmingham.
1: Yeah, and it's easy go. to go to them. Yeah. Don't, you don't live in Auburn.
0: <laughs> I don't, but I but I live, you know, an hour and a half away. It's in the same state. You live an hour and a half <laughs> from Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> That's like two and a half.
1: All right, we gotta get back to gotta, Miranda. So Miranda. To, gotta, what, what everybody doesn't oh. know is that Brad inst before we ever began recording, Brad instigated uh a little, little Rift between John Mark and I just because he felt like it.
2: <laughs> it makes for good <laughs> content.
1: Over over the Atlanta Braves. But wait,
2: Miranda, you said your friend works for the Braves. What do they do? Mm-hmm. That's cool.
3: They work in IT, so they do like they make like the apps and stuff that the Braves have, and like do wow. a bunch of other IT stuff. I have no idea. They're smarter than me. So. And they can get <laughs> us tickets. That's what that's what I. Well, I, heard. I told him to I was tickets. like I was right. like, listen, I'm ready for a discount. Exactly. Oh. I'm ready for a hot dog. <laughs> there you go. That's <laughs> why I'm going. <laughs> that's awesome.
1: That's right. <laughs> awesome. All right, so Lagrange, Georgia. Tell everybody where that is in Georgia.
3: Um, so, uh, so it's like 30 minutes from Auburn. It's like right across the border from Auburn, Alabama, if that's helpful to yeah. you. But it's like in the southwest.
2: Uh, Didn't we just have someone from LaGrange, Georgia? Jolie's from LaGrange.
3: Jolie is not from LaGrange, but she went to LaGrange College. Well, she, yes, yes. And we went that's to college right. together.
2: Yeah, okay. No way! Yeah, did yeah, you yeah. know her? Well, yeah,
3: we were good friends. Okay, I'm sorry, oh, I'm wow. skipping ahead, but that's crazy. that's crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was wild. We didn't even know we were coming to Birmingham at the same time.
1: Well, well, before oh we get to gosh. all of that, tell us a little bit about growing up in Lagrange.
3: Uh, yeah. So Lagrange is cool. It was like it was way smaller than it is now when I was growing mm. up. So like the whole time I did like want to get out of Lagrange. Um, but it was really cute. Um, like growing up, I was like a real shy kid. Uh, like hide behind your mom shy when anyone right, speaks to right. you um mm. so i was like i don't know i was like super into fairies <laughs> i don't know if that's it Into fairies <laughs> i loved fairies. like just
1: randomly like <laughs> like not not specific not like no. tinkerbell <laughs> no just fairies Yo,
3: fairies in general me and my friend uh <laughs> me and my friend alana striplin would like make fairy houses and like go in the woods and we like created our own home and like the back of her (laughs) house in the woods it was everything
2: so this is when you were in high
1: school or when was this no No, okay younger yeah
3: this was probably like uh first to like fourth grade no this is this is a
1: random aside but have you ever seen the photos of the fairies that were a hoax back in goodness i'm familiar with it because sir arthur conan doyle who wrote sherlock holmes yeah Like he kind of like bought into it and was one of the proponents of it and everything. Have you never seen these? No,
3: I've never seen it, but that's there's a
1: there's definitely a YouTube documentary or something out there on it that you should go watch. It's wild. But it's it's basically imagine everything you just described about your childhood. Yeah. Only some adult came along and was like, Hey, let's (laughs) photograph this and make everybody believe it's real. Like it's wild. That's
3: crazy. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. So,
1: grew up in the woods of LaGrange making yeah, fairy houses. really yes. was
3: the backwoods for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so that was my, like, smaller childhood, I guess. And then uh, I, like, was really into music. Like, I, so, I grew up in the church. Grew up Southern Baptist. Mm. Um, so, like, I was pretty much at the church all the time. I was in choir from, like, the age of four up, um, and I played handbells when I was like not Started I was when I was nine. That's like
1: legit handbells, yeah. <laughs> legit Southern yeah. Baptist. It really day.
3: is, yeah. And I still are you play not familiar
1: handbells. with handbells? Did you even go oh. to a Baptist? Oh church no, ground?
2: no, no! I'm very, very <laughs> familiar with <laughs> handbells. Please yes. tell me you wore in the, the white gloves? gloves.
3: I did. Oh yeah, I, I wear them now. I still wear them. I play for Vestavia Hills Baptist with a bunch of old ladies. They're adorable. Yes. Now we're does. talking
2: about the handbells, but you know you talked about being in choir can you yes. remember any musicals that you were in the title of any musicals you were in for oh dude
3: <laughs> <laughs> we, see we didn't really do musicals Oh, which, okay. Thank god because that is an embarrassing moment <laughs> <laughs> well, I can name several from my <laughs> church growing up yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only thing we did was the nativity at Christmas. And I was Jesus um, when I was like... When you were a baby? So, (laughs) (laughs) kind of iconic.
2: You didn't want to be the angel? I didn't know the angel-fairy connection. She was a baby.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I don't think they would have... She was an infant. (laughs) Well,
2: maybe it started at a young age.
3: (laughs) (laughs) You're born into fairy fairy life. (laughs) I didn't choose the fairy life. Well, the the only reason
2: I ask about the musical is because a defining moment in my life when we did a musical called Tame Your Tongue. And oh. there was a guy named Sticks in the musical, and he was a drummer. I played drums at that time. I auditioned. I killed it in the audition. Didn't get it. They gave oh. it to a fourth grader because I was in second grade. I'm not bitter about it. But you know what role I got assigned? The tongue, which was I put on a tongue outfit, <laughs> and I would dance around stage. And then at one point in the middle uh, – Two men would come out in African safari outfits <gasps> with a whip and would start whipping me. Yeah, you gotta tame the <laughs> tongue, you man. Tame the tongue. <laughs> so that even is wild. in third grade, I knew that oh. that role
1: was beneath me in yeah. my
2: acting career, and so I said no. So I was—I didn't know if there were any, but it sounds like you
1: were spared for musicals. I, uh, yes, thank goodness. <laughs> I played David in look into the and bu- in look in the book. Uh, oh. I played one of the we did Go Jonah and I played one of the sailors on the ship to Tarshish. Oh, you Aww. pagan. <laughs> I was a pagan, but I had I got to have an ore fight. It was great. <laughs> um cool. and then my biggest role was we did a play called Hans Bronson, which was about basically like this Swedish Olympian, and he was coming to visit a school and I was like the head of the school board named Frankly and I was like all anti Jesus and stuff. <laughs> It was a very baptism. Frankly, bike. I love it. My, all of my lines started "Frankly speaking."
0: <laughs> uh, we did a lot of human videos at my church. Yeah, oh. you did. That was the charismatic well, yeah, version. Was, yeah, we did a lot. Did y'all of Did you do logs? the dowel rods? The videos?
1: Oh. No. Do you have the dowel rods in those human videos? What do you? What is it? What are you talking about? They're like wooden that? sticks. I don't know. They use them in those human videos. They're like. Uh, do all these kinds
0: of things. I don't know. We we did a lot of stuff. We had at one point. The youth pastor that was there when I was in the youth group, he was a former professional wrestler, like like <laughs> like not like
1: yeah he was not
0: like Greco Roman, but like you know like WWE type stuff. He was never like super big or anything, but he had this wrestling background, and so we took the song uh, "The Champion" by Carmen. Uh-huh. Which is an old Carmen song, actually kind of more. Miranda, of like a, do you know Carmen? I do, yeah. Yeah, we took that song and he like orchestrated this whole wrestling match, and that was like the human video. So he was Jesus, uh-huh. and then we had someone play Satan, and they did like all of these wrestling moves, uh, <laughs> and then like a lot of the youth could either be angels or demons, right? So right. Like I was one of the demons, sure. of this, course. This is and like
1: confirming. Every stereotype I ever heard about Pentecostal churches in my Baptist church. But dude, up. he did some cool all, stuff. All into so one.
0: Uh, we did like some big steel chair hits because you know those happen in professional wrestling. And then he had yeah. the trick where you could. Uh, there was like a trick where you could throw fire at somebody, like real fire, like you could set yeah. the thing on fire, throw it at their face, and then you know act like they got they got hit by the fire or whatever. So they did wow. all that. It was fantastic. you probably couldn't do that today? That was crazy. <laughs> I I don't know. I'd be a fan. (laughs) If somebody wanted to do it, let's do it. All right. Back to yeah. sorry. That was that sorry, sorry, but sorry. Miranda, you are distracting happens happens. us and <laughs> so getting sorry. us on all these yeah, <laughs> talking
2: about yourself. So, <laughs> for, for one of the you know one of your intern responsibilities, would you ever yes. want to lead a children's choir here at Shades?
3: I mean, I'd be down. I've done it before. <laughs> I did it for VBS. Have you really? Yeah, I did. we had. <laughs> oh my goodness! We I'm like feeling some
1: handbells at like the Christmas Eve service. That's what I'm feeling. I that mean, would be incredible.
3: I'm, I'm just saying, Vestavia the Hills they have their own like Christmas Eve, but if we had like another performance, I'm sure they'd be down to come. <laughs> anyway
2: amazing it. okay so you grew up you were involved in the church yes and then involved. you get into what i call the youth group years
3: sure sure yeah um youth group years were interesting i was butt ugly in middle school so just like oh, the oh, most insecure oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> that
2: hurt it you it say
1: here you say that hurt
3: it was rough that it was rough soul. guys
1: no listen we all have a phase no we all most have a phase. people have an yeah. awkward
3: phase i had like an ugly face, oh. and we just let it go. We let it go, and my mom told me I was beautiful anyway, and she lied to me, and that's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I was just, like, desperately insecure <laughs> in middle Brad, school. Brad, I feel like you need
1: to go into counselor mode. Like,
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no, I, I mean, I feel like the fact that you're able to talk about it now shows that oh, you've really yeah. processed Very
3: it. Very confident now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it <just laughs> was not, then, <man. laughs> But I, um, like, going into middle school, well, even, like, fifth grade is when I started doing theater
2: Oh okay. Yeah,
3: so I switched because I played violin for like three years because uh, I went to a magnet school that was fine arts. Oh. And so I played violin for them like from like third to fourth grade, uh-huh. or third to fifth grade, and then when I moved to middle school, I started doing theater.
2: Violin is tough, right? It's very it's like tough. No joke.
3: And I still have my cute little violin. I'm actually gonna give it to a friend of mine because she has a daughter that might play violin, so it's very fun.
2: Oh, pass it on.
3: Yeah, pass it on. Very mm-hmm. fun.
2: Okay, but you got into theater.
3: Got into theater. So theater was like where, because like I tried sports growing up, and I just like it was just never my vibe. Like, I hated all of them. (laughs) I was bad at all of them. (laughs) So Mm. I couldn't really find my niche until I found theater. And so, like, theater I, like, got really involved in. I did – we did this one show in seventh grade called Jukebox Time Machine that our teacher wrote.
2: (laughs) Oh. And
3: so she, like, took us through the decades with, like, TV shows that we would do, like, scenes from or, like, um, the music from the decades. Yeah. And it was really cool, but I (laughs) – I got cast as tw- um Bella from Twilight. Oh <laughs> and I did the iconic scene in the woods where <laughs> he's he's like, say it, say it that one. Yeah, yeah. I know
2: what you're talking about.
3: That's that was that was my role and it, it was iconic.
2: That it was there's your shining moment.
3: It was my shining moment, yeah. Definitely <laughs> my debut um so yeah. now
2: is that recorded somewhere that we could post i actually to think it Instagram? is i'm sure my
3: mom has it somewhere yeah. <laughs> she's <laughs> she's a little bit of a hoarder so she's <laughs> i'm sure she has everything
2: <laughs> did you enjoy theater
3: i loved it yeah, mm. yeah 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 i was like again desperately insecure so like the f- the idea of like not having to be myself was so fun <laughs> mm.
2: <laughs> so yeah okay so yeah, you yeah. Were, so you were kind of a theater kid any yeah. other hobbies or interests
3: um, just like music. I was like always into music. So I did, um, like obviously I did handbells all of my life and mm-hmm. then, um, I was in choir and chorus. So like just sang all the time. Um, and then I ended up like helping some of my friends. Like we all started a worship uh, band in oh, high school. For youth group? For youth group. Yeah. Cause we didn't have a worship band. So we started our own. We okay. called it Living Water.
0: Yes. <laughs> all right. That was the name of my church. <laughs> Living Waters. Was That's it really? It? Yeah, Living Waters. Look at that connection. Yeah, um, wild we ride.
2: we all have like bad Christian band names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like mine in Youth Group was, uh, driven. Ooh. Like just <laughs> like the nails <laughs> were driven into his hands, <laughs> oh my God. and it was like the nails was cross was the thing. Yeah, my
0: first band was Hero H E R O. And was it Christian Hero. inspired? Oh yeah, you, the yeah. the uh, the logo like the H. Had like some nails in it, yeah. you know, for some of the lettering. Okay. Yeah.
1: For See, sure. Our, yeah. our youth group bands were always just named after whatever the youth pastor was calling the youth group meeting. So, like, the first. Uh, which was? The, well, the first. I mean, Generate. The, the name of our youth group Ignite. Ignite meeting changed like every year. But when I first started, it was just called Priority. And so we were the priority band. Oh, yeah. Band. The priority band. First priority. That's still something yes
2: okay so did you just sing or did you play an instrument as well bring the Um, violin back
3: well i played piano since like second grade until like high school um until like maybe like junior year of high school and then i stopped but i was like always so bad like i just like Mm. couldn't get it i don't think it was my gift (laughs) and like my mom really wanted it to be (laughs) so (laughs) she kept paying for those lessons and i kept being so bad (laughs) (laughs)
2: okay what was your youth group's go-to song um Do you group band If you had to
3: Probably Oceans Unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah I That was a
1: big What time was it What, <laughs> it what year so would that have been really I feel like that's Way that less like embarrassing though Than like My youth group Go to songs Oh uh, like, Cause I which was were? So like Early to mid 90s And uh, so my uh, Youth group go to songs Were things like
2: Pharaoh Pharaoh Oh yeah <laughs> I love that song. With the hand motions
1: <laughs> Yes Oh yeah. baby let my people go yeah 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 yeah
2: <laughs> you know it's interesting with oceans is like
1: oceans is a legit worship song
2: yeah so like yes. times like we've played oceans before it's john mark so cool. selected yeah, we, oceans for for a sunday morning
3: it's a bop it and just, we played it about 20 million times and it was a little for too sure much. Yeah. for sure yeah
2: it always <laughs> happens <get> too far. <laughs> but that song like if you type in oceans on t- youtube like the first thing that's going to come up is probably like the voice like it's become a
1: oh, I was like thin- I was
2: popular song in right. like secular circle, quote unquote wild. secular circles, which is kind of interesting. I mean. uh, so it's got some reach. Yeah, y'all That's were good. y'all were ahead of the game. We were ahead of the game <laughs> for sure. It. Yeah.
1: Well, tell us a little bit about high school.
3: Um, high school was wild. So obviously, I was doing like worship band. Um, still doing theater. Sorry.
1: When you said high school was wild, <laughs> obviously I was, like, the first thing that came to my mind was meth. It's like, high school was wild. Obviously I was doing meth. I was on heroin. Wait, is that, is
2: that from something or did you no, just came just, to just mind? No, it's just the it way
1: it was phrased. I, I was like, what's coming? Like,
3: I well, meant more that was when my mental illnesses arrived. <laughs> oh,
1: my word. No, no, no. Keep going. Keep going.
3: Um... Yeah, so I still was doing theater. Um, I was in acting class. Mm-hmm. A big shift happened in uh, freshman year of high school. Like my best friend that I had all throughout middle school started really like hardcore bullying me, mm. like to a, like a like really bad. And so I was like. Got to a point where I was pretty suicidal, but then, um, (laughs) sorry to lower the mood, but (laughs) um, (laughs) no, I appreciate your honesty, but theater, uh, saved my life. So I, yeah, my acting teacher, uh, just like came up to me and he was like, Hey, you're gonna be this character in peace of my heart, which is like a play Mm -hmm. and, um, it's a play about Vietnam nurses and stuff. And he was a, he's a Vietnam vet. So it was really like close to his heart and it was really, really good. Um, and wow. he just told me I was going to be Martha. And I was like, okay, cool, um, no audition. And I think he just, like, knew I needed a space to, like, have a purpose. Mm. Um, and, yeah, that show saved my life. And, like, I really uh, fell in love with, like, acting through that. And wow. Stuff,
2: yeah. yeah. So y- what year was that, you said? I was fr- freshman year. Freshman year, so very early on in high school.
3: Yeah, very early on. And then, thankfully, like, the Lord stepped in. And, like, that friendship, like, ended pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, and, like, by sophomore year, I was, like, in a really good friend group and, like, mm. everything was back on track. But, um, yeah. Wild yeah. <laughs> it was a wild, wild first year.
2: Well, and you already started talking about it a little bit. But, you know, for those of us that grow up in the church, there comes a moment or several moments that we look to and we see our faith becoming our own. And so I'd be curious to hear you talk about that a little bit.
3: Yeah, yeah. So... I think like I started like actually having, a so I got baptized at eight and Mm -hmm. so I just didn't really, I think I understood who Jesus was, but I didn't understand what he necessarily did for me and like Mm -hmm. how that relationship could, uh, be cultivated. Mm -hmm. And so by sixth grade, I felt like I really had a relationship with God at that point. And then when all that happened freshman year, like I, I like, that was the moment where I actually felt like. Uh, God, like, picked me up out of the pit and, like, mm. set me back up yeah. um, on solid ground. Um, and so, like, that really did solidify my faith and, like, Christ is, like, for me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Wow. That's powerful. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So, <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, sure. I really appreciate your honesty on this podcast. Yeah, it's been very refreshing. Very open. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: Well, so, high school,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you talked about college a little bit. But before we do that, I feel like it might be a good time to have something we call a lightning round.
3: Oh, fine. Okay. You ready? I'm ready. I got this.
1: Lightning round. Have you ever listened to like an episode? I
3: literally listened to the first one last night. Okay. <laughs> so Wait, the very
1: first episode?
3: No. no. Okay. <laughs> but like I was my like, only whoa, one I've ever listened that's to. a different
1: podcast. Did you listen to a Meet a Member episode?
3: Yeah, I listened to Melanie's.
1: Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice, just so you know what oh, to expect. Oh, Melanie, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Okay, mm-hmm. yes, so lightning round. We're going to ask some rapid fire questions. We want you to give rapid fire answers. The first thing that comes to mind, don't think, just say it.
3: Okay, I'm ready. How do you like your eggs? Over easy.
1: What is a word you hate hearing?
3: Um, Ooh, um, um, uh, I guess like moist is really gross, but that's like a it's like a normal. Sure, that's fine. It just feels gross. It does.
2: I concur. I don't. I don't like that word. (laughs) (laughs) Name your ideal car.
3: Oh, a nineteen fifties yellow Chevy thirty one hundred pickup.
1: Wow thought about that one before
3: yeah me and my dad used to go to a bunch of car shows so
2: wow i just pulled that out of my <laughs> metaphorical hat unbelievable <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh how do you like your coffee
3: uh cream and sugar but not too much sugar just a little bit
1: okay <laughs> what's your mm. hogwarts house
3: hufflepuff i think but i don't really know for sure <laughs> <laughs>
0: name a pet peeve
3: um arrogance ew <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, if you could go anywhere in the world on vacation, where would you
1: go?
3: Uh, South Africa to an elephant rehabilitation center.
1: Wow, that was very specific. Like, I feel <laughs> like it's the questions that we think are easy that she's struggling with <laughs> and then the ones that we're like, ha, no one's ever thought about this. Okay, tell
2: me about, because there's clearly a place in my like an elephant rehabilitation center that you're thinking about. Tell me about this.
3: Yes, so I don't exactly, there's like a couple in South Africa. Sure. Um. But I would just like be down to go to any of them. I just love elephants so much, and I think like they're they're like they're killed for their tusks all the time, and it's so sad. And like the babies like need re- rehabilitation to go back into the wild, and I like want to be a part of that. Have you wow. seen the elephants
1: at the Birmingham? I wish zoo? y'all could see. In the like I like she's legit. The she's really like eye right now. Yeah, yeah it's really, really
0: nice. Well, I was legit. Uh, you haven't been to the Birmingham Zoo that we have mm, elephants there.
3: No, I've never been to the zoo. I don't. I don't
2: I get it. Uh, <laughs> just
1: like an elephant purist, John Mark. <laughs> right. right. yes. Get so that zoo is, cuss word out of here. This is why we do the lightning round because you find out stuff. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you would have never known that. <laughs> yeah. No, absolutely okay. not. How how far back does the elephant, the love of elephants, go? Are oh. we talking like all the way back to fairies?
3: No. <laughs> 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 uh, not that far, but probably like middle school. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. okay who inspires you?
3: Uh, my mom.
1: Hmm. a good answer. Mm. Favorite Disney villain.
3: Oh, a uh, Hades. Nice. Yeah, he's an icon. Nice.
1: (laughs) Ah! I forgot about
2: him. What's the... boop? Back to cars. Okay. What's the fastest speed you've ever driven in a car?
3: Oh, I'm kind of a goody two-shoes. But, like, (laughs) probably, like, 85 when I wasn't paying attention on the highway.
1: Or or (laughs) have you been faster than that? Maybe you weren't driving.
3: Oh, that's actually true. Yeah, my dad drives pretty (laughs) fast. So he probably hit 90 or two. Nice. Yeah.
0: What's your favorite restaurant in Birmingham?
3: Uh, Jack Brown's. All right, the other oh, place down there.
0: <laughs> I haven't, I haven't been there burgers. in a while.
1: I, yeah. I That's the first place I ever had a fried Oreo. They have some oh, like really? weird burgers, right?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like a
0: peanut Do butter burger. Think they rice, have a macaroni like cheese burger. I don't know what they have.
3: Yeah, I always get the shroom one that has like it has mushrooms and like onions on it. It's so good.
1: Mm. It's been a long time since I've been there. I'm starting to crave it right now.
2: Mm. Yes. Okay. Desert Island, you can only take three books. The Bible doesn't count, and it, it can't be practical. Like, how to build a house. That's not, <laughs> I don't like that. So, okay. what How to books? escape an island.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Every time you ask this question, I feel like there's more rules.
2: Because of the answers um, people give. They're like, one, how to kill animals. I'm like, no, that's not what we're here for. How to
3: kill animals. Oh, this you is know. a hard one. I think, I, I mean, for sure, like, my favorite book of all time is Pride and Prejudice by Jane Austen. So, I'll okay. definitely take that. Yes. Um, I don't know. I'd probably take, like, a devotional. I know that's, like, cheating because you said no Bible. But, like, just, like, a little bit. Like, I don't know which one, but... (laughs) I love the
1: head shake (laughs) she gave you when she said a devotional. (laughs) Yeah, do you have a devotional, Mark? It's, like, a devotional.
3: Um, not really. I have, like, a bunch that I just, like, go through sometimes. Okay. And then
2: last but not least.
3: Oh, gosh. I don't even know. Maybe, like... Oh, I love Narnia.
2: Ah, yeah. Okay. That's you could solid. take a single volume.
3: I could take yeah. I yeah, you can the take a single one. volume. I know. I'll
2: allow it. That's right. Would you rather be buried or cremated?
3: Um I kinda wanna be uh buried and then like do the tree thing. You know how like they have like they plant trees above you and then you like form I really want to do that.
2: Whoa whoa. whoa. You have you all heard of rather? the tree thing? I I have not. I've totally heard of I don't, don't totally know, I don't the know tree you thing.
3: have to be cremated or not, but I feel like you would have to be like a whole body for it to like fertilize the ground but like no (laughs) I don't really know how all that works but um, we can ask AI literally plant a tree over you and then the tree grows from your body which I think is actually really cool
1: Uh, I mean I'm here for it (laughs) are aliens real
3: um Sometimes I think yes, sometimes I think no, so I don't know. What are you thinking right now? <laughs> I'm thinking kind of yes. <laughs> I
0: love it. I'm thinking they're talking so much about it, they're trying to distract us from something else that's going on. That's, that's what I think. Like, true. Oh, we're be just going to start talking about it all of a sudden. Here it is, everybody, all uh, the stuff on aliens. Look okay, over yeah. here. And this is, is no
2: this to that Yeah, don't
0: look at this. Look at this right here. All
2: right, this is the last one that I have. Okay. I've got one more. Biden or Trump?
0: Oh my Coward. gosh!
2: Just kidding. <laughs> Get out! Don't of answer here. that. I always love asking that question. <laughs> oh my gosh! Just to see the horror on people's <laughs> faces. Um, question: If you could have dinner with three people from history outside the Bible, uh, okay. Who would you pick? And mm-hmm. what would the meal be?
3: What would the meal be?
2: Oh I did that. Threw that in there.
3: You're crazy. Um, Dolly Parton. Love Dolly Parton. She's my favorite. Wow, She's Dolly.
2: Like, um, I, love her I think so that's the first Dolly Parton we had. Yeah. <gasps> really?
3: Okay. Oh yeah, love that. <laughs> um, and then Alan Turing. These people like will probably not get along, but that's okay. <laughs> um,
2: it's fine. They're here for you. Yeah, they're I here I for I me. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> that's right.
3: Um. So yeah, Alan Turing. Um. I think he's amazing. And then, um. Let's see who else. Mm, maybe robin williams oh. i love hey. one wow. my favorite actors yeah robin yeah, yeah. yeah he'd be a lot Not of fun i know he'd be so fun yeah
0: making everybody laugh well speaking of actors my last question is uh what actress would play you in a biopic about your life
3: well, my first reaction would be, like, I really love Sandra Bullock, but she doesn't really look like me. So, like, maybe the. Hey, I it's for-
0: your movie. Yeah, you I, can do whatever you that's want. That's right. I know, but want. I want it
3: to be realistic. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay, okay. So, maybe, like, I forgot her name, but the, the girl who plays Snow White in Once Upon a Time, I think her last name is, like, Jenkins or something. I can't remember her first name.
1: I know who you're talking about. John looked- Mark should I know this. I feel like
3: she looks like me. So that's why, and I think she's a pretty good actress.
1: In what movie? In it's Once a show. Upon
3: a time, oh, it's a show. She's um, she's Snow White, and she's oh. like married to Prince Charming.
1: Holly and I watched like the first couple of seasons of that.
3: Yeah, I couldn't get into it after like the second season, but it was it was a bop.
1: For mm. the first season. That was that was a while ago. Jennifer We're all
3: Okay, so I was so off. <laughs> 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 Jennifer Goodwin, that's what I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> I'm there you go. Ah, awesome, all right.
1: right, fantastic
2: job. <laughs> survived. The you survived. Route. Did a great job. Ooh. Yep. She looks she looked familiar, Jennifer Goodwin.
1: <laughs> well, let's pick back up where we left off. Tell us just all a little right. bit about college and kind of your journey to Birmingham and Beeson Divinity School.
3: Okay, uh so college was fun. I um I majored in English, minored in theater and servant leadership. And, um, yeah, it was like a program at LaGrange college, uh, serving scholars. And so we like lived together junior and senior year and then did service projects. That's that's why, that's how I worked in like Harmony house, which is a domestic violence shelter for two years.
2: I had no idea, no idea you did that.
3: Yeah. I think I I just, yeah, I just said it like you probably knew, (laughs) but you didn't. I was like, (laughs)
2: that's really cool. So that was, that was when you were in college. You did that. Yeah.
3: That was in college. Um, but my freshman year of college, I got called to ministry for the second time. So I got called mm. to ministry sophomore year of high school, oh, came cool. back from camp, pumped up, told everybody and it's SBC. So they were like, nah, fam, you can't do that. <laughs> um, So it was very, very discouraging. And so I just like was going to go into physical therapy. And oh. so that's what I went to college for. And then I won the freshman writing award uh, wow. for a... Um, essay that i wrote which was a letter to my mom's uh first husband who was um incredibly abusive Mm. and so like i based it off of this photo that i found um with that my grandmother had cut out his face of and so i titled it dear man with no face Mm, so yeah i won the freshman writing award and so then that's when i decided to major in english and then i got called to ministry again at passion conference oh yeah and um, <laughs> I've been
2: to many a passion conference. In oh my yeah, day.
3: yeah. They they were a bop. Georgia again? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I kind of. No offense, Passion, but I kind of got, like, over it by the time I ended college. They it's did a f- cycle, yeah. They did one, this, like, huge, like, massive Bible that, like, took, like, 15 people to turn the page. And I was like, that's millions of dollars. Why are we spending this money <laughs> on this thing? And I was like, that's a lot of money to spend. So, yeah, I was kind of over it at that point. <laughs> um, uh. um, but, yeah, so co- that was college English. Um, I was in, like, a couple operas for theater. Nothing crazy. Um and then Well, wow, so You
2: we didn't did. just throw out You were in operas nothing, <laughs> nothing crazy No
3: like I wasn't like A main character I was just like the choir In the back But like it was fun Yeah Yeah so um, And then Let's see What else did I do? Oh, while I was in college, I worked in a scene shop. Like I worked in backstage, so I built the sets and stuff for the theater, which was really fun. Sick, yeah, yeah, and it helped me like learn how to build things. Like I built my nightstand that I have in my house now. It's crazy. Yeah, that's cool. cool.
1: So, how did you and Jolie meet while you were there? So,
3: me and Jolie meet. We um we were in the same dorm, um freshman year, and so and then like we were of course in theater together because she did musical theater, um and she's brilliant amazing you should always ask her to sing she's brilliant Mm. um (laughs) she's awesome um, and so that's yeah we just became quick friends freshman year we always hung out like uh me and a couple other girls i mean her and a couple other girls and then um yeah so we just kind of kept up the whole college career i think like senior year we kind of like we were so busy Mm. that we just didn't see each other that much Mm -hmm. but yeah once then we found out we were in birmingham together so that was really cool wow
1: okay so boop I was just gonna say, how'd you end up? Yep, that's yeah. Where I was going. Uh,
3: so my pastor at the time, I was at, I was still at my home church. Mm-hmm. Um, he told me because I told him I was going, wanted to go into ministry, and he was like more. Um, accepting of women in ministry, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he was like, well, if I was going to go get back and get my doctorate, I would go to Beeson Divinity. And so that was like sophomore year of college. And so I went to visit the summer after my sophomore year, fell in love with it. It was mm-hmm. the only place I visited, the only place I applied for. I was like, this is it. This is ah, where God wants me. Cool. Um, and so, yeah. So, yeah, then that's how I came to Beeson. I just like decided it was happening. <laughs> and so that's cool. So, yeah. Have you
2: enjoyed your time at Beeson?
3: I love Beeson. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been absolutely amazing. Like and
1: you you started in the
3: fall of twenty twenty one.
1: Yes, that's right, fall of twenty twenty one. So when do you end up at Shades?
3: So I end up at Shades spring of twenty twenty two. Okay, like March Aprilish.
1: How does that happen?
3: So I know
1: it was our TV ads.
3: Absolutely.
2: Jonathan's (laughs) polemical (laughs) podcast drops.
0: Yeah, it was Shade's Midweek, right? You heard (laughs) about Midweek. That's that's right. All the hot takes on
2: Instagram.
3: (laughs) It was the lightning rounds that really. Right. yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly.
3: Um, so I was like church hopping for like a whole semester. I hated my life. It was awful. Mm. <laughs> I hate church hopping. It was so awful. Yeah, uh, but then either. Rebecca um, Grissom, who y'all know, she's yes. here. Um, she told me she was like, "Hey, I'm going to Shades. Like, you should come visit." And I was like, "Okay." So <laughs> so I came to visit, and like the first uh, the first day I was there, I was like, this is it. This is the one. Cause I like, I saw like the open mic after the sermon and I was like, I have never experienced this level of authenticity in a Mm. church setting. Um, and I felt like, like I had like not really preached. I'd never really preached before, but like I had like done like many little tiny sermons, um, like homilies, I guess for my youth group when I like worked in youth, um, in college. And it was always about authenticity and like, (laughs) like, um, how we should share our struggles. Um, and so like when I saw that, Um, and I just felt like it like filled the void that I had felt in church for a while. So Mm. I fell in love and I stayed.
1: Wow. Well, and now you're at a point in your theological education where you're required to do an internship.
3: Yes. And now I'm here, I'm doing it. I'm, I love it too. I, um, working with the college girls has been so amazing. They Mm. are such wonderful people. Um, and just getting to see them like grow and like you know just like go through things but like like we're doing a th- series right now about wrestling with God um mm-hmm. and just like jumping through different characters lives and things like that and when they wrestle and like they've just been like really receptive to and be like I'm wrestling right now and I'm like you're right me too <laughs> <laughs> So like it's, it's just um yeah it's been good to see them like grow in the gospel that's awesome. Yeah.
1: Well, college students are the primary demographic that listen to Shades Midweek. Um, <laughs> and so if there's a college student out there listening that wanted to get involved, like when do, when do you all meet? The College yeah. Women's Bible yeah, Study. Yeah, yeah.
3: So we meet um, every Thursday night at 7 p.m. at my apartment. You can always uh, text me. I'm on the directory. Um or email me, whatever. I don't know what's on there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, and I can let you know like what my address is. Don't want to put it out there for everyone. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah I for sure. I wouldn't um, put it on the podcast. <laughs> 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 the, millions, the millions of listeners. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just in case. We have for had sure. a few
1: super fans who've been stalkers. and so yeah, sure. you wanna, you wanna yeah, be yeah, you got to be careful. You got to be That's careful. Right.
3: Um, <laughs> but yeah, so we meet every night. And we're, right now we're going through a series on wrestling with God. So oh. yeah, if you want to come hop on in where we are always welcome
1: that's awesome and you can always like if you can't find Miranda's information or anything like that you can always just go through the contact page on the website Yeah, yeah, yeah. just be like hey get this message to Miranda and we'll get it there Yep. we can totally do that mm-hmm. well as we kind of wrap things up what are you what are you most excited about kind of right now just where the Lord has you uh, in this mm. phase of life and ministry, and maybe if you if you have any hopes and dreams for after this, yeah. know, what are those? Mm.
3: Well, I've been. Um, I think the Lord's been really doing a work uh, in my life just the past couple weeks, uh, just because I'm reflecting on Romans six a lot, because that's what I'm preaching on for my preaching class, mm. and just like this idea of like we're s- like slaves to Christ um, has really been like uh, going through my head a lot, and so I think like I've just been. Uh, working through that and working how like that plays into my sanctification and things like that. Um, so that's what like I'm really excited about that. <laughs> um, awesome. mm. what God's doing there. Um, yeah, I have no idea what the future holds. Right. Yeah. Right. N- had no <laughs> clue. <laughs> like, best thing about Beeson is that it's interdenominational, but also the worst thing about Beeson is that it's interdenominational. <laughs> it's well, that's well said. <laughs> it is well said. <laughs> yeah. So mm. I am just a mixed bag and I have no idea where I fit. Um, so I have no idea where I'm going to be. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. Um, but I would, I would love to be in pastoral ministry. Love to get paid for pastoral <laughs> ministry.
2: Amen to that sister. Uh,
3: you know, as a single woman, I don't <laughs> got no income <laughs> other <only laughs> than me. So, <laughs> I w- um, I would uh. love to <laughs> have some income, but yeah, um, yeah, I would just love to like sit with people, um, as they like grow more in the gospel and like mm-hmm. deal with the struggles of life. And yeah, I would love to point them back to Christ.
1: Yeah. Mm. You have another, uh, preaching, uh, opportunity. Coming up,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that
1: is before I like throw that out in front of everybody? Um, is that everybody can come? That's an open event, yeah. All right, well, we'll go ahead uh, because the the first one you mentioned is for preaching class,
3: yes. That was which you haven't
1: told us if we're allowed to come yet.
3: Yes, I think y'all are allowed to come. Okay, I'm letting y'all know y'all can come (laughs) October (laughs) 24th. You can come,
1: (laughs) but this next thing is open to to all, yeah, it's open to
3: the public, it's open to anyone. Like, you and anybody can come, yeah, because
1: what's the Name of the event.
3: So it's a women-led worship service. Okay. Um, but that was—it's basically created for the women at Beeson to be able to preach because at some of the churches they're serving at, they can't preach. Sure, sure. And so that's what it was created for. And then it's really cool—you're able to like have a mentorship. Um, over, like, some of the college women that are, like, coming in to do worship, to lead worship and do the liturgy. So it's, like, a – it's a cool vibe. Um, but that's mm. going to be November 13th at 7 p.m. in Hodges Chapel. Have and you
1: picked your text?
3: Yes, and you helped me with it. Well,
1: well I th- I'm curious because we had a conversation about I it, so know. I was curious if you'd picked.
3: Well – <laughs> I I, <laughs> I I was leaning towards revelation guys, but we okay. we decided against it because that is gonna be a lot, a big turnaround. So I did Philippians four, four through 7. Nice. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Mm. So I'm excited about it. I think it's gonna be a bop.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm super excited to to hear that one. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah, yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm gonna show my age here.
2: You said you think it's gonna be a bop?
3: Yeah, like a, like a fun time. You're
1: just now noticing that because that's B- definitely B- at least the it's, third or fourth time she It's she's been a said trend
0: pop. in this episode, Brad.
3: <laughs> yeah, so. sorry. Have you been asleep over there?
1: <laughs> no, no,
2: I've been listening. That's just the first time I really stood just out to Just grandpa
1: today. ears just <laughs> hasn't Bob. been keeping up with the lingo. Yeah, just like okay, a
0: Brad's a dad fun. now. Yeah. He doesn't know what's going on <laughs> in the world. What are the, Bop like a hair what bop? Are the, what are the kids <laughs> saying these days? I understand what? this confounded
1: lingo. Speak up. Oh, <laughs> okay, cool. Miranda. That's no, helpful. How, how old are you? Am I allowed to ask? Yeah,
3: it's fine. I'm 24.
1: 24. Yeah. So that firmly plants 24. you in what, what generation?
3: Uh, Gen Z, unfortunately. Gen Z. Uh-huh.
1: <laughs> yeah. and there ain't no Gen Zers sitting around this table but you. So, Brad, That's true. Welcome, That's right. welcome to being older. Just a <laughs> That's man. right, man.
2: Just an old millennial. Just grandpa millennial (laughs) over here. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, also, this is random, but when you were talking about Romans 4 and slavery slavery and being a slave to Christ. Romans 6. Romans Romans 6. 6. 6. Check out uh, uh, a lecture by Peter Williams. Williams. He's from Oxford. He's brilliant. It's talking about the Bible supporting slavery. He does some really interesting things. Intriguing. Okay. You can look it up on YouTube. With slavery in the Old Testament, New Testament, and then what it means to be a slave of Christ. So that just came to mind. It might be helpful. Yeah. Sometimes those little nuggets can
1: be.
3: Yeah, that's very helpful. Thank you. Awesome.
1: That was All right. No, no, I remember it's a good. Li- you sent it to me once upon a time.
2: <laughs> yeah. Peter, Willi- if you've never listened to Peter Williams, Brilliant.
1: Well, Miranda, thank you so much for taking time out of yeah. your yes. day between all of the responsibilities that you have. We are so <laughs> excited to have you serving as an intern at Shades. Mm-hmm. We're so excited to have you working with the college students. But even more than all of those things, we're just excited that you're a member of Shades Valley Community Church. Me too. Mm-hmm. Right just, right just, just excited to have you as a person, <laughs> as Brad loves to to say and has, mm-hmm. has this saying has definitely become a part of mm. like just Shades vocabulary and DNA. We are less without you. Aww. So, if you have any questions for Miranda, mm-hmm. <laughs> email us midweek at shadesvalley.org because it's Shades Midweek. You're part of the
2: conversation. And. Sissy Goff is he Bob Goff's Sissy Goff is Bob end. Goff's He's daughter. Like he we, can't finish it. it you know? It's
1: right. We we just set him up for him to spike we, the volleyball. He can't finish it.
2: I I went to Perplexity, which is a robot, and it told me that Sissy Goff is Bob Goff's Yeah, Bob Goff's
0: daughter. So there you oh, go. Well there. thank you for letting us know that. There you go. And thank you uh, oh. for listening. <laughs>